The following is brought to you in association with and from a proud partner of the Shining Wizards Network. Entertainment here. This episode of Wrestling Night in Canada is dedicated to the memory of Reggie Parks. You're listening to Wrestling Night in Canada on the Shining Wizards Network with your hosts, Matt Copper, Dustin Maruka, and Snowy White. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another exciting episode of Wrestling Night in Canada. I'm Snowy White. I'm Matt Copper. I'm Dustin Maruka. Hey, guys. How's it going? Well, we've arrived at episode 38. There are officially more Wrestling Night in Canada's than there are WrestleManias. <laughs> so, hey. so suck it, Vince McMahon. <laughs> that, that, that's right. Yeah, we're all fired. Yeah, we're all fired. Yeah, yep. all of us. Yep. We got over on our own. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> without, with, without without the push from the office, right? And all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I never really thought of that because I'm kind of at the point now where, like, with WrestleMania. After, like, the first nine or ten, like, I stopped thinking of them in terms of numerals. It's just the year. Well, they they stopped numbering them after 30 because Vince McMahon started to feel old, or it made him feel old. <laughs> so we're at, yeah, I think there's been 37 so far, and yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Like, on the network, they still number them after the fact. Like, it says up in the top corner what number it is, but they uh, the every time the event comes up it just says wrestlemania right (laughs) right and really like to retain things in my little brain Uh like anything like past wrestlemania 9 like i just like you guys the way you you guys are like oh yeah wrestlemania 20 the main event was this guy versus that guy in this match and all that i'm like Fuck, how do you guys remember that? Well, it was Chris Benoit <laughs> versus uh, Triple H and Shawn Michaels. <laughs> there, see? <laughs> in Madison Square Garden. <laughs> yeah, see? There's, yeah. there's no way that I can retain that after, like, the first handful of WrestleManias. But mm-hmm. that's... I, I only retain that because at the very end, when Chris Benoit won, Eddie Guerrero came into the ring with him, both as world champions, and they embraced. And, like, thinking about that now, th- uh, 17 years later, is just kind of... Weird to think that they're both not they're here anymore. They're both mm-hmm. gone. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which that that in itself, the idea of wrestlers that have gone, I m- so. who left b- way before their time, mm-hmm. that that could be like five turnbuckle talks. Yeah, you know, it's just the way the wrestling industry works and the the toll it takes. And well, we've already talked you know. about Eddie. So <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Do so, we dare? Do we dare do an episode of Chris Benoit in the future? <laughs> It'll be a controversial well, one. Part of me definitely wants to do it because my what I remember the most from Benoit, and here's old man Snowy yapping about the territories. The Pegasus Kid. Is the, well, I'll go even one further. Like yeah. his, his debut year in Stampede. Mm. Like when someone says Chris Benoit, that's what I remember the most. Same thing with Owen Hart. No, oh, yeah, okay, as, as as well. So, yeah, I would kind of be up for that. I just don't know exactly if our listeners really want to old wounds brought back up to hear us talk an hour about Chris Benoit. It's been that. fourteen it's, years, but yeah, yeah. yeah, well, the verdict's kind of still out on that. Well, well, if, well, if we go by the South Park rule, then it becomes it's twenty two point three years is when something not funny becomes funny. Ah, okay. We gotta wait another six years. Yeah, we'll we'll keep that in mind. Six six years from now. Unfortunately, we do kind of have to start this episode off kind of on a downer. Yeah, 
and all that. We want to say thank you for your contributions to the pro wrestling world. The one Reggie Parks, mm-hmm. who this was actually an individual that I probably the name I should have known, although his work, you know, is yeah. is known world pro wrestling worldwide. You've seen his work everywhere, but you right. never. He's one of those unsung heroes of the wrestling world, mm-hmm. or of, of, of like a, a lot of industries have their unsung heroes. Like in music, has their audio engineers, right? <laughs> but of uh, course. yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> but uh, no, like yeah, Reggie Parks, of course, was famous for building some of the most iconic uh, wrestling championship belts that we've all seen on our screens mm-hmm. time and time again. Not anything recent, of course. All those recent WWE championships have been made by uh, or, uh, American Chopper, I think. Right. <laughs> or at least the the world titles have. But yeah. Now, Reggie Parks is famous, of course, for building the uh, the Winged Eagle Championship. Okay. The, the iconic WWF Championship that has been held by guys like uh, well, Hulk Hogan, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, uh, and last Stone Cold Steve Austin before the Smoking Skull Belt came in. Right. So, yeah, and he's also, he built the iconic... Uh, Intercontinental Championship that, of course, also was held by Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, Mr. Perfect, uh, to, just to name a few. The uh, one I remember most. Yeah, the the white strap one, mm-hmm. or the multicolored strap one that, <laughs> well... The one they on, brought back for a little bit. A little that Cody Rhodes brought back for mm. a bit, yeah. But, uh, and what else? Did he, he also built, like, the world tag team titles that were around for, like, majority of the 80s and 90s, before the Ruthless so. Aggression era came in. Because mm-hmm. I think I think Christian and Chris Jericho were the last ones to hold those titles. Oh, okay, you know, before they actually had like the first ever Raw Raw Tag Team Title Belt. <laughs> but uh, right. yeah, before uh, it started to go down the drain. Well, the, like the Raw Tag Team Titles that Christian and Chris Jericho had were awesome because mm-hmm. they were uh, it was like this pretty cool design with uh, a red globe in the middle because it was raw. <laughs> so mm-hmm. and I thought those looked badass, way better than what we have now. And the pennies, or yeah, whatever yeah. you want to call them now. The pierced dogs' tongues, <laughs> but the uh, pennies are the nickels that we have now. Yeah, exactly. Nickels sewn to a moldy sock for the SmackDown tag titles. Yep. But uh, <laughs> yeah, like his his work has been seen literally by millions of people all over the globe. But uh, yeah, for many never, many years, never yeah. truly appreciated until it's like one of those things you don't know what you got till it's gone. And, definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah, I just recently heard as well, like even during the territory days, because the. The gentleman, when he passed, was he was he lived a long life. He mm-hmm. had a hell of a run, of course, and all that. So even in during the territory days, his handiwork was called upon all the time to create belts. Did he make Sweet Charlotte? I don't. Never heard. No, I never heard. But yeah, I know the, um, this look- the Smoky Mountain titles. Yeah, I, I imagine all it takes is a quick Google. Yeah, and, for sure. And he would. Um, you know, it it would pop up. It, it would be interesting to know. Like, what's what's one of your all time favorite? Like visually, one of your all time favorite belts. Whether just the just, 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 the, just, well, just in general. Yeah, the well, big gold from WCW. That was right. always, that's always one of my favorites. But mm-hmm. I'm not right. sure if. Yeah, I don't think he made that one. Yeah, I'm not 100% on all of the ones that he did make, but the one that I always enjoyed the most was. The replacement one in the di- the latter days of the AWA after Stan Hansen was stripped of the world title and I guess about 1987. Mm-hmm. And he was in Japan at the time and he didn't want to give it back. 
you know, he would kind of, once again, here's a wrestler holding up, like Tessa Blanchard thought she was the first. No, no, sweetheart. No, 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 no. Stan Hansen did what you did decades ago, except he ran the fucking belt over in his truck before he gave it back. So the AWA had to go and create a new belt when they awarded it to Nick Bockwinkle. And it was that beautiful silver title 1987 that the AWA had all the way up until the final the final days you know of larry zabisco as champion and just ah, i don't know that's a stunning belt and when people you know when you we've had conversations off air and all that yeah what's your favorite belt man that's the first one that always comes to mind mm-hmm. well it, sa- it says here that he uh was fam- his famous for his belt designs in wwe nwa wcw uh the awa uh and shimmer women's athletes mm-hmm. uh but his most famous well-known titles were the winged eagle and the iconic uh, intercontinental title from the same era. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's another one that jumps out. Mm -hmm. You know, when you talk about belts, like the old IC title, you know, that goes back to the 80s. -hmm. And same with the old NWA, eventually WCW United States title. Right. Which I don't know if they're still using that. Uh, The lineage goes back to those days of the current WWE United States title. Like on, if you look at the, the title history on their website, it does go back to actually when it started in the NWA. Oh, okay. And unlike the intercontinental title, the United States title was actually won in a real tournament, a real not, tournament. Some, not some made yeah. up tournament in, yeah. Port, yeah. in Puerto Rico. It's, it's <laughs> like, yeah, apparently Pat Patterson won some title in Puerto Rico. Yeah. Oh, in 19, really? 1979. 79. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, but the the United States title was yeah, it was 1976, I think, when it was first introduced in the NWA. It has its history. It, it does for history. sure, and yeah. like uh, it had a bit of a gap there between like 2001 and 2003, when it just was defunct because it was mm-hmm. merged with technically merged with the Intercontinental title during the Alliance, uh, right? Thing invasion of WWF, <laughs> but then they quote brought unquote, it, then, yeah. then they Which brought was it. Yeah, you know, terrible. Yeah, it was definitely not what it could have been, but uh, it was. They brought it back, and yeah, it's still going today. So, right on, right yeah. on. So, once again, thank you, horns up, Mister Parks, and you know we extend our condolences to his family and friends. Kind of on a on a brighter note, let's kind of kick this into overdrive. We had a couple mm-hmm. events that we want to discuss. Yeah, <sighs> some. Uh... Well, let's Dustin. You talk about this outlaw mud show bullshit that uh, yeah. we, we. I'm so we, glad we have the turn. Sorry, I'm so glad we have the turnbuckle talk that we're gonna have. Yeah, later. I, I know. <laughs> I've, I, even I've used that term. Yeah, lots of times to describe what Dustin here covers. But uh, yeah, I was uh, I was exposed to some very yeah, sickening this, images. This was a thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was, yeah. It was definitely so, a thing. Um, yeah. Why don't you tell us all about the IWA deep, mid mid south or deep, deep south, south deep south yeah deep. But it's what's it called? Deep shit. It's deep south. Yeah, but okay. that's what I'm calling it. Oh, okay. Yeah, WA right. deep shit. Yep. Okay, okay, because well, okay, when you said deep shit, like in a personal conversation, I just okay, that's what they're calling it now. It's mm-hmm. a, it's fitting. Like I honestly I mean, it thought it, it does fit. I actually thought that was legit. Oh, what was yeah. it called? It was called the Carnage, Carnage cup? cup. Yeah, but you called it the Cringe Cup at first, and I thought, oh, is <laughs> well, that what that's actually called? <laughs> It's well, an I mean, apt way to describe have it. A slap fight championship, oh, so God. anything's possible now. So yeah. God help us all. Tell us all about deep. Anyways, carnage. Cup. 
I'm not gonna pull up the results because I like <laughs> okay. seen highlights and shit. We no, watched, we've we've seen... we watched the cringiest part of the tournament today. Yeah, the bolt cutters and the the or the hedge clippers. Oh, the, the hedge clippers. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, uh, Carnage Cup. I don't remember if this was which one this was. I know it's the newest one, but I don't remember if it's like the ten. Yeah, whatever, or whatever one happened the other week. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, <laughs> yeah, we saw some stuff that I don't want to. Well, yeah. we saw do, some do, shit. Do we really want to talk about this? I'm gonna need some therapy after. Uh, yeah. After we talk about this again. Yeah. <laughs> um. So we watched some of IWA Deep South Carnage Cup today. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, we did. Just the first and night, though. Just it. By the looks of things. It doesn't look like anybody's fucking trained for one. No. It legitimately looks like they found majority of these guys in a Walmart in Georgia. Not to not to uh play stereotypes on anybody, but it wasn't c- Georgia. Come on. <laughs> like, yeah, a lot of these guys looked like they were just found somewhere random being like, "Hey, you want to wrestle?" We'll pay you in cheeseburgers, or we'll pay you uh, three hot three hot dogs, three beers, and twenty bucks. There we go, <laughs> dude. Right on. Yeah, but some of these guys look like they've never like. I recognized a few of the names, but just the way they look in the ring, it's like these guys have never trained a day in their life. They've definitely seen a wrestling ring, but they've never been in one. Right, <laughs> they, they still haven't compared to what I saw. Why, why don't you kind of give? A little background just on the scenery of this tournament. Uh, It looked like it was in a backyard at a park. Yeah, like under the barbecue uh, (laughs) cover, like the barbecue shelter or something. Yeah, shelter. There was about 20 people. Yeah. Sitting in lawn chairs. Sitting in lawn chairs. Or on bleachers. Or on bleachers. (laughs) It's like, oh. There was some dudes, there was some guy's house in the background. Yeah, I was expecting some guy to come out and start mowing his lawn in the middle of this. (laughs) That would have been great. Hey, what's going on around here? I heard explosions. (laughs) Get get off my lawn. And it wasn't even Cornette. No. <laughs> well, technically, it wasn't on his lawn, but if, yeah, that still would have been fucking yeah. hilarious. Um, but yeah, they they brought in trained guys. By the only trained guys there, I mean Remington Roar, Hoodfoot, Mosh Pit Mike, Aiden Blackheart. Chewy, oh, those guys! Chewy, I've never, yeah, even those guys. Yeah. I've never Chewy Martinez. Those were like the Pulling only, out the, big guns. the only trained dudes I want to say in that tournament. Yeah, a true, a true who's who of who. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I do, I don't remember the guy's name in the first match. It was something Bradley. I want to say the guy who broke his ankle. Oh, I, I don't remember. But yeah, I do remember the like him being thrown out of the ring and breaking his ankle. Yeah, though. he kind of landed on his foot. Yeah, and it, like his boot was dangling, a la Scott, or a la Sid Vicious in so uh, two thousand. Yeah. yeah, but like he's nineteen, he'll bounce back. Yeah, hopefully get some proper training. Hopefully, hopefully get some proper medical attention mm-hmm. because he's <laughs> he's in good shape. Yeah, like yeah, that was it. Was uh, I, I? My brain is still trying to process everything that I saw <laughs> during that event. <laughs> and yeah, and we didn't even watch night two. I am gonna have. Well, I guarantee you, after you guys leave and I go to bed, I'm gonna have nightmares. <laughs> no, not my finger. Yeah. No. <laughs> like, um, yeah, yeah, that I feel bad for the guy who broke his ankle. Hopefully, he recovers quick. Um, night two, 
some guy named Juicy Bruce had a seizure. A really bad seizure. I hope he's okay. Yeah. Well, um, from blood loss no, or something? No. Or? They were doing a spot on top of the U-Haul, but no one went off it. But like oh, wimps. <laughs> Someone went what off of it. Little sicko went off of Little it. Little sicko, yeah, but it was like the worst camera. The camera work. was pointed at the ground, at the bottom part of the table, so you just see him hit and just fall. It's like dude, you missed the, the whole bump. The best Little. part of this show were the camera angles. Besides that bump, yeah, it was Little Sicko versus that guy who looked like. Uh, the waiter from or the butler from Scary Movies too. Yeah, strong hand. Yeah, it's like yeah, you got my strong hand. <laughs> strong. You almost spit out your drink when I said I, yeah, you got my strong hand. I, I had hand. to force myself to swallow my beer when he said that. <laughs> Little sicko as well. Like speaking of things that like that's go- a rap name. That's yeah, bad. yeah. Well, the, the Little sicko and his his manager looked like they were like juggalo juggalo was straight up and his manager looked like it was like he, his manager was wearing a clown mask and he actually legitimately looked like if the fiend was a part of uh insane clown posse yeah. it was just like i was looking at it i was oh. like oh i was like i hope i hope that's not bray wyatt <laughs> and <laughs> if, if it is if yeah. it was 1987 88 little sicko would be like a little person or what they called midget back then yeah yeah you know at first when I, before i saw the spelling i was like when they said little sicko i was like do they mean little psycho? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully not. But yeah. yeah. Um, you could tell even by some of the light tubes they were using, those weren't the safer ones. I mean, they're not safe to begin with. No, they were the small. Because it's fucking glass. They were the smaller, but, more conden- or condensed ones. Well, when he hit the, Aiden Blackheart with the first one and he just started gushing. It's yeah. Like, yeah. That, don't use fucking those ones. I, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, come on. Yeah, uh, you're going to bleed from a tube shot anyway, but that much on a little, like, tink? Come on. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Fucking. Uh, uh, let's let's get through this. Let's talk about the main event. Chewy Martinez won Carnage Cup. Yeah. It was him and Remington War. At least it was two train guys in the finale. Yeah. They, since we didn't watch Night 2, but I've seen highlights and everything for mm-hmm. Night 2 already, he gave... Remington Roy Death Valley driver off the fucking barbecue thing. Yeah. Through tubes and shit mm-hmm. and one. But the thing that blew up the internet for a couple days was using the hedge clippers. Was Blaine Evans supposedly cutting off John Rare's finger. It you seeing it actually happen, it lo- definitely looked like it was a finger. Half it, a finger. It, yeah. it, it, it looked it looked like it was like It looked like he cut him like half. Maybe. Yeah, or maybe like just below the middle joint yeah. of your finger, like because it definitely had like a like a curl to it, yeah. or a curve to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that hot dogs don't have. No, so because right. like <laughs> someone put that up online in like slow motion, and it's like, but it was so blurry. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, like seeing it like that, like I was half just like, the internet is like they pulled a fast one on us, and the other half it's like that's clearly he cut off his fucking. It definitely right, wasn't the right. ping pong eyeball that Rey Mysterio had right, at the yeah. no. show from Extreme yeah, Rules. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you gotta give that him was better. For that. Like if that was faked, that was way better than the Rey Mysterio ping pong eyeball mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because this looked legit. This did look legit. You know, and I didn't know what to think, I just, and I, I this is like it's like the wrestling equivalent of watching Cannibal Holocaust. Right, you know, it's uh-huh. like tor- torture porn, basically. <laughs> it is. If or, yeah. the whole that whole fucking match was, yeah, like, it's just, like they were stabbing each other with box cutters. 
Exacto knives, yeah. Razor yeah. wire. Yeah, there uh, is a lot fireworks. of hard, hard fireworks. Way with yeah. That. yeah. If John Rare agreed to do this, oh, cut off half my fucking finger for only fighting in front of like 14 people. Yeah, like. Why? I mean, fuck. For one, it makes deathmatch wrestling look like a bad name. Sacrificing for your art, yeah. What do you do? You get a haircut. That's what you do. You, yeah, you, yeah. Go, you you fall off of a twenty foot ladder through tables. Right. You, yeah. yeah. You don't actually get bodily mutilated. For yeah. You, you don't life. disembody a part of. Yeah. Right. You, uh, like, it's just that's just the dumbest thing. And like when other deathmatch wrestling, it's like you can tell like they don't want to legit injure each other. Like they take care of each other, right. even though they put each other through so. this crazy fucking. Well, that's the whole thing about wrestling. It's like yeah, it hurts, like, yeah. but it's consensual. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like, like the thing about the thing that makes wrestling so great is the ability for two guys to look out for one another, mm-hmm. but still putting making everything. And look when good. they do in deathmatch, and when there is a deep enough cut, they they thankfully stop it, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh shit!" Well, like like, like like the first match, like yeah. we said when he, when the guy it was broke like, his ankle. "Oh shit, buddy's hurt. Let yeah. me help him." Yeah. Well, even I joked when we watched the first match after the guy broke his ankle and like the, his opponent was helping him out. I was just like, no, dude, kayfabe, kayfabe. <laughs> <laughs> kayfabe, but, just kick him in yeah. the face. But, yeah, the... Oh, if it was fake, I mean, the finger thing looked real. It, the, the chunk that fell off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If it was faked. If it wasn't, I mean, John Rare, why? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... Uh, I don't know what to think, and yeah. to be honest, I like I said, I'm probably going to need some very deep... Going to need a very strong drink. I'm going to, yeah. <laughs> With a strong hand. Yes. I don't uh. think standard lager's quite going to cut it, and <laughs> like, I don't, I don't like resorting to drinking as a means of uh, yeah, therapy, because I, I, I know it's not healthy it's, for me, but... That's uh, right. That's after that... Right. I'm going to need a lot of chamomile tea, <laughs> and, and <laughs> I need to talk to someone with a license after this, so, yeah. But, right, like, so. oh. Uh, yeah, so. it's like, if it was real, why? Why? Why the fuck? <laughs> that's, don't, that's, like, you don't, Deathmatch Wrestling isn't just fucking stabbing people, like they were doing to each other the whole fucking match. <laughs> It's not? No, it's, well, no, because, like, some of the stuff that you've shown us in the past is, like, this is still actually wrestling. It just involves light tubes and tables and... Uh, other shit saws yeah. oh my but, yeah. <laughs> but they're clearly protecting each other yeah like mm-hmm. when when uh when Cass works a match you can tell mm-hmm. that he's not out to like actually dismember somebody exactly like when well Nick Gage well okay I don't know <laughs> maybe yeah. a bad example but well I know that guy is more dedicated than anybody that I've yeah. ever seen but uh after losing and, like, there was an, blood, an interview even came up with him, like, not from the, watching this year's Carnage Cup, but one from, like, ten years ago. Right. And he even said, that's not deathmatch wrestling, just stabbing people with box cutters? No, no. it makes deathmatch wrestling a bad name. No, that is straight-up torture porn. Yeah. Like, that is mm-hmm. that is Passion of the Christ, but in wrestling. Or, yeah. or like I said, Cannibal Holocaust. Is anybody... You've, you've both seen Cannibal Holocaust yeah. the movie, right? Mm-hmm. That found footage Amazon movie. The one where the right. guy got arrested because they thought it was real? Where, where, they, 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 where, real. where they ripped apart a turtle? Yeah, they yeah. did an actual turtle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that movie... I, I don't think I watched past that scene in that movie because it was just like, nope, can't do this. <laughs> That's, yeah. Anyway, yeah, but that, that was like... I'm not going to lie, I was waiting for the finger cut scene to be over because I just did not feel comfortable watching this anymore. And I got to say, it's just, how is it legal? 
How right. like yeah, like, like the whole card. How could that? Because there's there's permits, there's insurance, there's like uh, there's so many things behind the scenes that go on. Like you just you can't set set up a ring in a public park. No, I don't know what and, the laws in the state of Georgia are, but I guarantee oh, you they well, don't allow. Minute, yeah, hope, yeah, hold on. <laughs> I, I I guarantee you they don't allow stuff like that. Uh-huh, like uh-huh. you also got to remember that one of our favorite wrestlers, AJ Styles, is from the state of Georgia. And yeah. I, I don't think he'd be okay with that. No. Uh, one bit. <laughs> and like even the doors they were using, they like full on thick fucking closet doors. Which yeah, like sliding, break. like gliding yes. doors. Yeah, like those aren't. I have many of those in my house upstairs, those and those like are not. They they are thick yeah <laughs> like they have some weight to them every yeah. bump on those the guy looked dead after basically uh-huh. <laughs> wow. but yeah it's like why okay, so why, indeed. why why this, indeed so this this begs the question then iwa deep shit as you call it horns up down, horns down. <laughs> down. one, one horns severed down. thumb down one severed yeah <laughs> one yeah. severed finger down yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, i'm gonna give it the finger all right yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fortunately we're gonna switch gears here to like a real wrestling stupid. event mm-hmm. okay ah. because last week as we speak, i need to watch a normal deathmatch tournament to get oh, a normal one a normal yeah, deathmatch no- tournament <laughs> normal okay death Oh, I'm decked okay. out in ICW stuff. Please huh? explain. Okay, yeah. Okay. But, <laughs> I gotta watch a normal yeah, one. Please explain what a normal deathmatch is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where I, they would, don't I would love to where know. Where they don't intentionally hurt each other. Uh, uh, fortunately, last week as we speak, Impact put Impact Wrestling put on actually a pretty damn good show. It wasn't a pay-per-view, which Bound for Glory is coming up in the next couple weeks, I believe. Mm-hmm. Already, but they, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. They um, they had one of their special events, you know, available on their Impact Plus app and all of that, which was the um, Impact Knockouts Knockdown. Oh it's, yeah, it's the all women's event. The all women's event, basically their answer to NWA's Empower, which is really you know like or WWE's evolution <laughs> which happened three years ago right, two years right, ago right. around there something like that yeah, yeah. Some, something like that yeah yeah and basically the idea behind this was a one night tournament basically featuring their whole roster which um i enjoyed it it had me you know i was invested it had it had me going and seeing um Mercedes Martinez, who had just arrived, you know, to Im- Impact Wrestling. She hadn't really been on the scene that long. No, and just got she, released from NXT not long ago. She, was she there? Yeah. NXT, right. yeah. Yeah. The last, I think the last thing we ever saw of her was her getting kicked in the head and accidentally knocked out by, uh, Zia by Zia Lee. Lee. Yeah. Right. Oh, right. she dropped like a fucking bag of rocks. Oh, it was scary to see. Mm-hmm. Like the re- even the referee was just like eh, something's or like like even something's when, wrong. Yeah, well when they wouldn't put when they wouldn't show her on camera after they rolled her out of the ring, I was like, oh, okay, something's wrong here. Yeah, like, but mm-hmm. but no, good to see that she's back uh, in a wrestling ring in a company that values values. Yeah, 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 yeah sure. especially with events like this. So she ended up winning the whole enchilada, defeating Tasha Steeles in the finals. Um, and of course, as a tribute to, like, I'm not going to go through match for match because there was 800 of them on the <laughs> That's why I didn't go and, through the, the yeah, cringe cup. That, yeah. yeah, just kind of go through some of the highlights in um, 
in memory and a dedication to um, Shannon Spruill, Daph Daphne, they mm-hmm. had a. Um, and they have a what was that? Monsters, Monsters Ball, Ball match. Monst- well, yeah, I couldn't spit it out there. Daphne the, the Memorial Monsters, Monsters Ball, Ball. <laughs> with uh, Savannah Evans, who's relatively new to the Impact roster as well, defeated Jordan Grace, who I absolutely love her. Mm-hmm. Kimberly, who has that cool new gimmick. And Alicia Edwards, Eddie Edwards' wife. Right. Horns up, horns up to her. Yeah. They're, right. See? What? Like, she's this little thing. She's what, five foot? Yeah. Five foot nothing. Yeah. yeah. And she's this little thing. And she really threw down inside this monster's ball. Now, so, of course. So, it, so, so sorry, Alexa Bliss. The five feet of fury <laughs> moniker yeah. has been taken over. All of over. a sudden, yeah. <laughs> she's, she's not such a badass uh, anymore. Are you doing thumbtacks? Yeah. No. Yeah. no. <laughs> yeah. Is, did Alicia Edwards take tax? They had, yeah, yeah. Actually, they they had the tax in the ring, and pretty much all four girls at some point or another, huh. and and ended up in them and all that. So that was. Um, well, I hope Chris Parks was washing because he made that match famous, mm-hmm. didn't he? Yeah. Oh, he probably was. Yeah. Oh yeah. Even, even though he's yeah. a WWE official now, but yeah. Yeah. yeah, guaranteed he was watching. Yeah, he ordered sure. that. Okay, cool. For sure. Um, as well. Um, The also, Mercedes Martinez wrestled Alley Catch the other night at Game Changer. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. And yeah. actually took the L. Alley Catch won that. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Okay. Well, they, you know, Game Changer is actually there's a lot going on there that's really got my attention hmm. these last six months. That fight you club know. recently with the main event of Gage and Mox was yeah. great. Even uh. Even Brian Zane from Wrestling with Regret has said that GCW is probably the indie promotion to watch. Mm-hmm. So yeah, mm-hmm. and now aren't they going to the Hammerstein Ballroom? Hammerstein Ballroom, yep. January twenty yeah, third. Yeah, yep. I'm right on. We're fucking watching that. We're one. there. Yeah. 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 yeah, for sure. I love Matt Cardona's shot at WWE in that promo. What was that? <laughs> I'm sorry, but you are being future endeavors. <laughs> <laughs> good luck. Good luck in whatever you do next. And then he just smiles. <laughs> Uh, so yeah that's yeah what you can expect from that but Mm -hmm. impact champion oh sorry impact knockout champion diana prazo she's another one that just i'm full in fully in on like she has been absolutely amazing with her promos and her work rate and just everything and she kind of i think it was a non-title match against uh really a non-title match at an all-women's pay-per-view yeah who who books this shit well, <laughs> that's the worst thing that happened yeah. on this show. Which Fuck you, kind, Scott Demore. Yeah. <laughs> but she actually had a hell of a match with um, Masha Slamovich. Okay. Which I'm digging that. She's I'm wrestling at her uh, as well. Bloodsport soon. Really? Slamovich? Yeah. Okay. Against uh, Maria Shafir. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Wow. Uh, has Prazo usurped uh, Taya Valkyrie for the longest reigning women's champion in TNA history yet? Or is she no. on her way? No. Yeah. Uh, okay. I wouldn't be taking the title off her anytime soon. No, but Ty, I know Ty, Taya Valkyrie is like the. I think she is the longest reigning Impact Women's mm-hmm. Champion. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, Taya Val or sorry, uh, Diana Peraza has had it for quite a while though. It it has yeah. been, yeah, yeah, yeah. And which which that's that's what you want in a champion. One that because when they when you do change have ch- have a title change, like it's got to mean something. Yeah, when like when a wrestler has held a title for a pretty long time mm-hmm. it, like a couple of years uh even even over a year like well you you look at like 
Adam Cole's NXT title reign, uh, when he had that taken off of him by Keith Lee, that was a big deal. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. Because, like, regardless of what you think about what NXT has turned into, (laughs) Adam Adam Cole, yeah. (laughs) That's a whole nother We'll get to that, yeah. Adam Cole was treated very well there, and he was NXT champion for over 400 days. So, Mm -hmm. uh, but then you look at... Or you even look at Brock Lesnar, <laughs> for for lack of a better comparison. Bork Laser. Bork Laser, yeah. He was Universal Champion for 500 days uh, for, his, for a single 454 reign. 454? No, I think it was 500-something 500 500 for his first reign when when Reigns took it off of him at SummerSlam. All but right. uh, and you look at CM Punk, John Cena, Bruno San Martino. Seven years. <laughs> yeah. I was waiting just, yeah. just, just, just to say, yeah, hey, don't forget Wasn't Bruno. Wasn't Hogan's first title reign five Double years? H. Hulk Hogan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was four years. Yeah, uh, even Kenny Omega is coming up on, uh, he, he won the AEW world title on December 2nd, and as we speak, it is uh, October 17th. Yeah. So he's coming up on one year. Mm-hmm. I'm speculating that Hangman Page might win at it full may, year, yeah. but if he doesn't, and they leave it for the next. Speaking of, damn it, AEW, putting the show the same night, eight hours away when I'm opening for DOA. Yeah, motherfuckers. Tony Tony Khan did that specifically, specifically to piss you yeah. off. God damn it! They, they do that. They, they, I promoters do that all the time. If it was the me. week before, the week after, I'd be yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> but, got, remember the days in the Winnipeg metal scene where there'd be three or four shows happening at once. Yeah, yeah. There'd be one at the Handsome Daughter, one at the Zoo, one somewhere uh, somewhere else at the Pyramid. And you just bounce Shit. back and forth, or the, when or, the zoo or, had, you'd, or you'd the, pick a show the, to go to. Had yeah. Aussies downstairs, so you can just bounce. Yeah, or you or like yeah. there'd be three shows going on at once, and like you either bounced back and forth in venue, or you, you would pick one band to see at one show and go to another one, or you would, uh, or you just pick a show to go to and stay there the whole time and be mad that your friends weren't at that same show mm-hmm. <laughs> because they <laughs> decided true. to go to the That's other why one. That's why I like when the, the shows were at the zoo and Aussies because it's like, oh, I'll watch half of this set and then half of their set and then half of their set and then right. half of their set. That's kinda, right. Yeah, I kind of miss Metal Fest being at the zoo and Aussies because you could just go upstairs, downstairs, up, up, upstairs, up and downstairs, down. Downstairs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And for everyone not in Winnipeg, the zoo and Aussies was a music venue. I miss working one, there. One bar, upstairs, bar, one restaurant, <laughs> whatever you want I still owe Dave it. a case of beer. Yeah, vet, beer vendor. Uh, He's going to be a DOA. Awesome. Okay, right on. Yeah, there's, yeah, and it hasn't been, it's been closed down since 2015, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Don't, How did, don't mind us reminiscing Wow, here, I worked but. there from 2013 to, 20, well, I only worked there for two years, but it's like, it's been that long. It's been a minute. Holy shit. Yeah. Mm, it's hard to believe, yeah, we lost our beautiful venue. Seems like it has been that long. Finally, the main event in this was the uh, Impact Tag Team titles. Which, okay. For the women's, I should say. Oh, yeah, the women's, the knockouts tag go, titles. Yeah, 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 the knockouts and all that, which that that shows the confidence and the belief that they're having in their women's division when the tag team titles is the main event mm-hmm. and all that, which decay... Havoc and our girl Rosemary, a good Winnipeg girl, Woo! for sure, successfully defended against um, the influence Madison Rain, who I thought 
Didn't she just retire about six months ago? Yeah, they yeah gave it doesn't her seem like that long ago. on the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I kind of got a little choked up. I had the lump in my throat and all that. Because her and her and Josh Matthews were like the commentary team for, right. for Impact like this time last year. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> it, was just, it was just a little while ago they made such a big deal about it, about her retiring. And now she, came, she comes back to the ring right away and now... She's teaming with Tennille Dashwood. And I know they say I, really I know they team. say never say never in wrestling, but come on, yeah, <laughs> like I mean, half a year at least. At least make it seem. Is this Leo like, Rush? Yeah, oh, that's a whole other. <laughs> yeah, that's story. a whole yeah. other thing. Yeah, Terry Funk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even Shawn Michaels to a certain degree, but at least that was eight years. Atsushi Onita. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. For the ten bucks that I spent Undertaker. on it, it, it was a hell yeah. He never officially retired until last year. It, keep in mind, it was one hell of a card. Horns up, horns down. I got to give it a horns up. Like nice. it was fantastic. Right on. Yeah, yeah. Now, though, unfortunately, because I watched it through the fight app, there was some buffering issues or what? Um, no, I don't. I don't see Bound for Glory on the fight app anymore. Ooh. I'm thinking Impact has pulled their Impact material. Plus? Yeah, yeah, like it's all I'll exclusively check. to Impact Plus. Now. Well, I know they ended their deal with Twitch. Uh, yeah. Like they don't hear episodes yeah, of Impact on now, Twitch anymore. And now, that, that was my only means of watching Impact Wrestling. Like, <laughs> it's here. It, what? It's on, here. Impact Wrestling Bound for Glory right here. On the fight, fight yeah. app? Oh, yeah. okay. I guess it got okay, removed maybe temporarily. I'm just blind. Oh, yeah. Maybe oh. I had a long night last night. How much night. is it? It'll be, I'm it'll scared about, to look. It'll be about thirty bucks ish. Yeah, forty. Forty. Oh fuck. Okay, shh, don't tell Mrs. Snowy how much I'm gonna pay for. <laughs> she she doesn't listen to this podcast, right? <laughs> yeah. It's always she, time she hears for enough of your voice at home. Yeah, yeah I guess so. <laughs> Wait, it's in five <laughs> days, so. so. Oh, it's on Friday. It's on Friday. Yeah. 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 So speaking of Friday. I'm kind of <laughs> I'll, I'll be busy. I won't be able to come by for Bound for Glory. Mm. Okay. Fair Fair enough. Enough. We Fair still enough. need to pile into your place for a wrestling card. And just know oh. manner. Yeah. 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 I've, I've had enough of them here. <laughs> <laughs> it's his turn. Yeah. Well, speaking of Friday nights. Yeah. And I wouldn't exactly call it the Friday Night Wars yet. Closest what we've come to. But I think this is it. And this is kind of your territory, dude. So yeah. what, what's going on recently on Friday nights? Well, on October 15th, this past Friday, WWE decided to air a supersized edition of Friday Night Smackdown on FS1 as opposed to Fox. It was two and a half hours. <laughs> yeah, I see Dustin, yeah, doing the whoop-de-doos. The whoop-de-doos, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, they decided to air a special two-and-a-half-hour version of Friday Night SmackDown, uh, which would cut into the first half of AEW's Friday Night Show Rampage, which already kind of did meh views. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, like, uh, to combat that, though, AEW even did, like, a pre-show for this ep- this week's Rampage on YouTube, so... Technically, they kind of went head to head for majority and of both it shows. Was fantastic. Yeah, I still can't. AEW be- was. I can't believe that. A- I still haven't watched SmackDown, but it doesn't sound like anything too uh, monumental yeah. happened. <laughs> but uh, probably not. Right? But like Minoru no. Suzuki and Brian for free. Yeah. Yeah. On YouTube. Yeah, that's the only one I caught was the buy-in. Yeah. For, did, yeah, Brian Danielson. Show, yeah, yeah, Brian Danielson and uh, Minoru Suzuki going head to head and. Those few Daniel Bryan chants were funny. Yeah, well, no, I, I'm 
pretty sure they were saying "Let's go, Brian," not Daniel Bryan. <laughs> there were there were a lot of yes chants as was as is expected, and is, right, yeah, which but, I'm loving that, and yeah. I hope that's pissing Vince off big time. Well, Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson uh, apparently agreed not to participate in that. He just kind of nods along with it. Yeah, but he just wants us. You're going to get your fucking head kicked in chance, back. Yeah, it's not as catchy as yes, but yeah. <laughs> but uh, not as simple, I guess, but. No, the yes chants are what they are. They, in a, in a way, they kind of forced WWE's hand at one point. So that's mm-hmm. awesome. <laughs> but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, this match between uh, Suzuki and Danielson was just absolutely, it was just like a slap fight, basically. Like those two going back and forth. It was like, like you know, in some wrestling matches when they have the spot, like the boo, yeah, boo, yeah spot mm-hmm. where they got the face and the heel are punching each other back and forth. There was there was a lot of that in this. See, <laughs> no. Yeah, see, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was there was a lot of that in this, and like, uh, and unfortunately, in WWE, when they stood there for five minutes and slapped the piss out of each other, they would get that was boring chance. Yeah, yeah, they would, but because uh, their WWE's crowd. <sighs> well, also wrestlers in WWE are told not to do the boo yeah spots, uh, especially when John Cena was a full-timer, because that was reserved more for the John Cena matches, because mm-hmm. they couldn't overdo That's it. That's why I have fun at house shows, and when guys come out, I start chanting their indie names, and oh. people beside me are like, huh? Yeah. Who's, well, like, when who's Dean John Moxley? Yeah, when Dean Fuck Ambrose off. came out, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. He's only been on the independence for how long? Yeah. Exactly. He was a world champion here, there. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, so technically the first, well, like they had like the first hour of uh if if you want to call it a 2-hour rampage given the buy-in show, they they kind of intersected w- with each other, but uh like being that the last like in the, the the additional half hour of SmackDown was commercial free and the first half hour of Rampage was commercial free. So Tony Khan and Vince McMahon both paid off <laughs> the networks and their and their uh their uh supporters for that and i was like well that's this is what makes wrestling awesome is competition mm-hmm. it's it's what oh, is healthy sure. it's what makes people one up their game mm-hmm. and like at the same time we had matt seidel versus cm punk in the first match on on a rampage against becky lynch and sasha banks and the last match on smackdown both running commercial free at the exact same time. And I think both matches ended at the exact same time, if I'm not mistaken. Oh. <laughs> Coincidentally. Uh, but yeah, like, uh, ratings aside, I do have to give the nod to AEW because, like, going head to head with the, the, with the top dog is yeah. nothing to scoff at. Like, it's I know, ballsy. I know. I know TNA tried it uh, ten years ago with them trying to reignite the Monday Night Wars by moving Impact to uh, to Monday nights to mm-hmm. compete with uh, Raw, but they didn't have the money that or the audience that AEW has. Mm-hmm. And like the final ratings coming in, you also have to consider the fact that uh, SmackDown, like I said, was not on Fox; it was on FS1 for the night because. Uh, because real sports, you know. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's you know, playoffs going. Yeah, on. as 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 a wrestling fan, you kind of have hockey. to you, you kind of <laughs> have to accept the fact that when real sports come into the equation, wrestling kind of has to take a back seat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
I, I experienced it all the time. And, when and, I was, and to dog shows. Yeah. Oh, of course, dog shows. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, but the, the poppers. And come of, on. And of course, the spelling bees. Oh, Let's yeah. not forget the spelling bees that are on TSN sometimes. There's spelling bees on TSN. Uh, their raw has been preempted. When raw was on TSN, it was preempted by spelling bees one time. I remember wow. back in the night, Take late the 90s. Glock from Arn Anderson. Yeah. Right? So <laughs> but uh, so FS1 uh, is in 10 million less homes than TNT. But the final ratings for SmackDown were uh, 793,000, which is down. That's less than half of what they would usually do. Wow. Yeah. And the final ratings for Rampage were 549,000. Not so, far behind. Not, yeah, far behind. not far behind, but given like you also, given the, uh, the number of homes that TNT is in. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't think episodes of Rampage are even in the double digits yet, considering. No, so no, considering that, considering the time slot, considering the competition, mm-hmm. considering a lot of things. Considering it's, it's only on the TSN app? Up in Canada? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, except which, probably doesn't even register. I don't think it does either. Of, yeah, yeah. Which sucks because and I want to record it to watch later. AEW is still fighting the brand. No, mm-hmm. no, no matter what, no matter all the stops AEW pulls out, there are people that even though like no one's watching wrestling right now. Mm-hmm. The few pe- the the people that are well, over a million are, people are apparently well, on Friday nights. That's <laughs> NWA yeah. main event used to do two 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 million. Yeah, and that was their job matches at, at one point. Well, SmackDown and Raw's average yeah. are around two million. Uh, Dynamite when it's airing at its pr- uh, proper time on a Wednesday is doing a million average. Mm-hmm. Uh, aside from the CM Punk episode of Rampage, each episode of that's been doing roughly around half a million. So they their ratings kind of stayed stable for this episode. Mm-hmm. Right. So, but like, no matter it's like no matter who you are, WWE is always going to be number one because they're the the big cojones. Yeah, we see we That's the we brand. say that now yeah. because WWE is like a globally recognized, globally traded brand, mm-hmm. whereas W or AEW is like two years into its existence. Will anyone ever take WWE out of number one? That's what I'm getting. Well, at. it has before. Yeah, for WC- 83 weeks. At WCW. Least. Yeah, Monday yeah. Night Raw took over. Uh, took over. Or sorry, Monday Nitro. Shout out to over. Eric Bischoff. Yeah, his podcast, 83 weeks. Yeah, Monday Nitro took a uh, which is great. Raw out of by yeah. the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Before before Tony Schiavone <laughs> stupidly said like when they that'll spo- put butts that'll in put seats. butts in seats, which is the name of his autobiography. Apparently, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I couldn't help but laugh out loud. Yeah. Literally. Well, he, if you can't laugh at yourself, <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's pretty great. Yeah, ski a bone. But uh, I didn't think the ratings would be that close. But it's like SmackDown one, which we we assumed would happen. But you gotta really take into consideration that AEW is a company that's two years old, whereas the show SmackDown itself has been on air for over 20 years. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's uh, some... I feel a usurp happen, or happening soon, but it's kind of a wait-and-see type thing. Like, mm-hmm. I still have all the faith in the world in AEW. I love the product. I love the, I love the shows. I love everything about it. And I just... I want to see the company flourish. I really do. And of course, yeah. yeah. I want to see everyone do well. Like I, I don't wish, I don't wish bad upon anyone. I, w- I don't wish the workers in WWE any ill will, because I know mm-hmm. that people need their jobs. But mm-hmm. uh, uh, 
And I, I just, I, I love seeing that Vince McMahon still doesn't see AEW as competition when he clearly sees AEW as competition. <laughs> like, yep. like uh-huh. come on. like well, when They wouldn't he, be doing this. Yeah, well, like when Dynamite debuts, what does he do? He moves NXT to the USA Network for two hours at the exact same time slot. Hmm. Hmm. Coincidence. Hmm. And then this, yeah. This, when CM Punk debuted, they called who right away? Lesnar. Lesnar, yeah. And when this, and this past week, what do they do? They make... SmackDown commercial free for an extra half hour going into Rampage, and then Tony Khan books and Sasha yeah. and Becky. Becky started as soon as Punk and Seidel did, and ended at the same time as yeah. they did. Yep. Hmm. So someone backstage was like, "Punk coming out now, go." Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Back then, back back in the truck. Yeah. They've got each other's programs on. Oh yeah, like de- definitely in gorilla position. They're watching AEW on a monitor. I don't know if anybody... Punk's going for GTS backcracker now. Sasha, go. <laughs> yeah. Backstabber. Or Backstabber, whatever. yeah. <laughs> Just once I want to see that. I want to see the cameraman fuck up and see AEW live on SmackDown on a monitor yeah. in the back and vice That'd versa. Awesome. That'd yeah. be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that I mean, would be great. Hunter was probably like, oh, I'll watch it. This is good. <laughs> yeah. See, why can't we... Because at least he gives a shit about wrestling. Yeah, yeah, of course. Because he, he he probably has fun watching AEW. Probably Hunter. Yeah, I remember when d- the first Double or Nothing came on, and people were making jokes saying that uh, Triple H built a panic room to watch this. <laughs> Vince, <laughs> yeah, doesn't Vince have a legit panic room in his house? That wouldn't surprise me one bit. <laughs> the bombs are dropping. Everybody in the shelter now. <laughs> Vince, it's just Punk and AEW. Same thing. It's like same as that that one Simpsons sketch. It's like mm, if this was a real war, we'd be dead by now. <laughs> yep. yeah. yeah. So where do you think in six months from now, if they do, if Friday Night Wars is a thing, where 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 do we see who's doing what? I hopefully see AEW on the upswing. Yeah, People gonna... eventually start to take notice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not. I'm cautiously optimistic, <laughs> as, uh, as I am with most most things nowadays. Uh, but yeah, like, good for them for being like less than two hundred thousand apart from each other. Like that's mm-hmm. that's more than I could have ever hoped. But yeah, time will tell. Yep, time will tell. That's mm-hmm. all I got to say. Like I, I'm not going to predict the future, <laughs> but time will tell because <laughs> I've been wrong before and I'll be wrong again. Oh. And like it'll yeah. be. Huge if AEW like gets to number one. If Dynamite eventually does more ratings overall than Raw one week, then that will be massive. So massive. That's yeah. going to be a game changer. That's yeah. when the WWF is going to panic. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and then yeah, for sure, that'll be the day that Vince sells to Mickey Mouse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like okay. We we joke, but I the, can, new I can see that. the new twenty four the new twenty four seven champion. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. And Our truth, catch me, bitch. <laughs> so, so one of their titles has um, mouse ears on the oh, top God. of it or something. That'll be the new woman's title. Oh, well, yeah, well, okay. Calling it. With the TBS title. And, yeah. And like, oh, which I'm just. I think that's the first women's title in history to not actually have the word women or anything. <laughs> or in ladies it. or yeah. something in it. Yeah. Divas. 
Yeah. Yeah, like this is oh. At least it's not a fucking butterfly. Yeah. Well, the TBS logo kind of does look like it says hose. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I I I never noticed that, but bit like, of a coincidence. I heard about it on yeah. online and yeah. like the TBS kind of looks like the hose. Title. We know what you're doing, Cody. Bit, we bit know. of a <laughs> bit of an uh, unfortunate coincidence, <laughs> but Yeah. So I guess with with Dynamite moving to TBS and uh, Rampage staying on TNT, you can only assume that uh the TNT title will only be defended on Rampage and pay-per-views, whereas the TBS title will only be defended on Dynamite and pay-per-views. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, unless they just decide to be like, oh, it's <laughs> like uh, they're owned by the same person. So yeah. they should have just renamed it the television title and it'd be fine. The women's television title and the television title. Yeah. Yeah. I know, but that's not, <laughs> but then, the, the, but then that way they're not like, uh, at least not, it's not the digital not media championship. Uh, well, yeah, that's a whole other. <laughs> well, we know who that's going to. We talked about that last that's time. That's going to Cardona. Yeah. yeah. Like Probably. I said, not a bad looking title, just the name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but. Speaking of Cardona, he won his internet championship back at Fight Club. I saw that. Oh, okay. By for, defeating good for him. Effie. Yeah. Good for him. Uh, thanks to Chelsea Green. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Chelsea well, Green dressed up as like an stand- older drunk dude <laughs> and yeah. like crawled into the ring and Effie was like, What's going on? There's this fan in the ring. Ref, help me get him out. So as the referee was kind of helping, Cardona blasted him with an with an unprotected chair shot. Right. And then hit his I'm gonna call it the Rough Rider, because I don't know what the fuck he calls it now. All right. Uh Rough Rider from the top rope, so like the jumping leg clothesline thing and what. And then Cardona was helping the old guy up mm-hmm. and then she took the mask off the the fake hair shit off and it's chelsea green hmm. is she doing the hot mess no the hot in, mess laurel in, Ness. yeah not on the indies no well in the nwa they they brought back the hot mess and it's just like oh, why no 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 i figured that i figured that gimmick was owned by impact wrestling yeah. but well, yeah, they they can't call her Laurel Van Ness, but yeah. they can still call her a hot mess. So like, she's like, hot mess, they, Chelsea Green. A well, hot yeah, mess. Yeah. yeah, like they don't exactly say it. Like like you said, it's not hot mess, Chelsea Green. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, it's the same. It's the same character, and I don't like it. Much like, like when WWE adopts a gimmick from the Indies or from Japan, it's kind of like a quasi legal version of it. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Okay. It's like, and uh, after that, Alley Catch called out Chelsea Green, and next month it's happening. So, yeah, I want to see that. Okay. I want to see Alley that. Alley Catch Chelsea Green, yeah. Because... I might get that bundle. Okay. Because the Excellent. show the night before, and then Nick Gage Invitational's the next night. And if it's just bundled for 35 bucks, that's fine. Cool. There you go. Take right. that. Yeah. Because, like, Chelsea Green has got my attention as well. Mm-hmm. You know, just and with if Allie beat Mercedes Martinez, like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, she is a good she is a good this, wrestler. This Allie could Cat. be the golden age of women's wrestling, like mm-hmm. f- fifty. Years Unless you're from WWE, now. when this Queen's Crown tournament every match is a fucking minute. Yeah, I think the. So disappointing. Yeah, every every match in the Queen's Crown tournament, I don't think like all put together hasn't even mounted up to twenty minutes. It's yeah, Whoa. it's been pretty bad. Holy it just shows you how at si- least rubber mask Carmella is not in the finals. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, the finals are either going to be Zelina Vega versus uh, Piper Niven or Shayna Baszler. I am looking forward to the match between Piper Niven and Shayna Baszler, though. I, although I don't have high hopes, it would be because Shayna's going to kill Dewdrop. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I was <laughs> poor gonna, Piper Niven. Yeah, Viper. Whatever. Yeah, whatever we want to call her. Viper but, on the Indies. Piper Niven and NXT yeah. UK. But uh, 
Yeah, like I, I do think obviously the match has the potential to be amazing. Like mm-hmm. if we have NXT Shayna Baszler versus NXT UK Piper Niven or Viper, it would be awesome. But no, uh, given given the history or the given the track record of the matches so far, because if you let I those two go twenty minutes, yeah, if if it's yeah. not gonna happen, no, it'll but, be three. Even though Raw is three hours, can't make twenty minutes for a women's match apparently. Nope. It'll be three minutes. Yeah. It'll be the longest match of the tournament. Eva Marie will get involved, or or Nia Jax, one of the two. Yeah. <laughs> and hurt they, someone. Put him out for six months. Yeah. When they did that arm stomp to Eva on the stairs, I mean, yeah, that's not going to break your arm, but that's still going to suck. Mm-hmm. Uh, if that writ Eva off again and she's gone forever, good. Good, yeah. Because she was in WWE for fucking ten years and couldn't, still can't wrestle to save her fucking life. No, it's... But that's the same with Brie Bella. Same thing. Nikki Bella, Brie Bella. Yeah, oh, either or. But Either uh, or. At least yeah. Nikki could somewhat go. Yeah, well, she was the longest reigning Divas champion. <laughs> Let's not forget. <laughs> well, I <sighs> guess, well... You know, okay, Nick, Nick, Nikki was the one with the bigger boobs that John Cena bought, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. Brie right Bella there. is the one that wears the plaid that's married to Daniel Bryan. Right, right. Well, yeah. they're right there. That's how she's the longest reigning. Brianna Danielson, yes. we'll call her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, at least with how long Carmella's been there, at least she's gotten better in ring. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, she Carmella's has, not terrible. No, she hasn't, like, she hasn't improved a fuck ton, but at least she can somewhat wrestle now. Mm-hmm. Because before it was like Eva Marie bad. <laughs> well, before she was like the new Eva Marie. But, mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like, oh. oh God, no, please. But her match, like when, for some reason, when they when she beat Oscar for the women's title a couple of years ago, at least that match was good. She beat Oscar for the women's title. Yeah. I don't think she did. Or oh no, she oh like she was the women's champion, but she pinned Oscar. Yeah. Okay. I was like, I don't think she ever beat Oscar for the women's title, but that. That was still like Oscar can kill this chick in real life in two minutes. Oh yeah, oh yeah, because oh, you want yeah. Carmella beats Oscar with a surprise roll up on SmackDown or something. Yeah, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's all coming back to me now. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do remember that Carmella cashed in Money in the Bank on Charlotte, which you know, cool. But uh, yeah, the queen of the nepotism. <laughs> <laughs> the queen of the. The some I said it a few weeks the a few podcasts ago. The queen of the transitional championships. Oh yeah, yeah. There <laughs> we are. There we are. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like back to Allie and Chelsea Green, that's gonna be good. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. yeah. Money, 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 money. <laughs> Everybody's got a price. Yeah. And, and apparently that's about $6 million. <laughs> Six, oh, I thought it was four. A lot has been coming out. <laughs> and, and uh, okay, I, I don't really need to give this a big intro because by now everyone... Who's listening to this obviously follows behind the scenes in pro wrestling and all that. Mm-hmm. So we all know about the whole DBIC family debacle. Yeah. And everything that's <laughs> that's going on. The irony of this. Oh, delicious. It's just it's just I love it. I love it because Ted DiBiase, he had the million dollar man. Everybody's yep. got a price. Everybody's gotta pay. 
<laughs> Everybody's got to pay. And guess whose turn it is yeah. now? Guess yeah. whose turn it is to be paying now? Okay, Brett Brett DiBiase. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's his kid. He's one of his kids. Yeah, yeah. Right. Has has been arrested for embezzling money from the state of Mississippi. Yeah, was for a charity or something. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. They these these are all ministries, charities for welfare money. Like just it's it's like it's like wow. Like and then another thing is okay because like there's there's this supposed to be a good Christian family. Okay, Ted DiBiase's Heart of David ministry received $2 million in what is called welfare money, and I don't know exactly what that means. I think maybe that was given to his foundation in order to distribute it to charities and all that, and Mm -hmm. it just never went that far? No, they kind of just, like, (laughs) DiBiase being the middleman and all that just decided to... He got the money and did his stupid laugh. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. And then DiBiase Jr., I guess that's the son that was in in the WWF. For yeah, a while he was there. he was in the stable with uh, Cody Rhodes and uh, Randy right. Orton. Yeah. Legacy, legacy, yeah. Right, right. Well, he's been um, ordered ordered to return like four million dollars that he was granted for mo- mo- motivational speaking. Yeah. So. People out there, I never want to hear you complaining about the interest on your credit card bills ever again <laughs> after this shit or having to pay a couple hundred more in taxes. That's because, right. yeah, I guarantee you, you don't have $4 million to give to anyone. That's right. That's right. Get fucked. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's, it, it's, it's amazing. Like, it's just, when you come across, you know, as doing God's work and being such a great person and all that. Meanwhile, behind the scenes, like I, it just makes me say, like, more churches need to have their books looked at. Mm-hmm. And why aren't churches? And I'm not going to. I don't should, shouldn't go this way because I don't want to get into a political rant and all that. But are churches tax? Churches aren't taxed. No, they're tax exempt. And like that, that is the most ridiculous thing, considering how much these churches bring in yeah and all that apparently because the two i go to at least actually give money to charity well that's good that's that's good i'm not saying that all christians like god bless my mother's soul like she was a great she was a beautiful christian woman in her whole life and all that but it's just when i see stuff like this you kind of start to lose here's a bad irony or bad pun but you start to lose faith in organized religion yeah you know when you see stuff like this well it's just like anyone who makes who does shitty things that makes a bad name for any type of mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. group yeah, yeah you so. could say vince mcmahon makes a bad <laughs> makes a bad rep for all of professional wrestling but eh. <laughs> but but then we gotta remember that there are your scott demores and tony cons out there that are that are doing the good stuff so. right, right. <laughs> brett lauderdale brett lauderdale and danny yeah. demonta yeah until yep. someone looks at their books uh yeah i don't know what tony cons <laughs> books look like but uh well it's actually technically his dad's but right yeah. <laughs> right right so yeah yeah so this is something that we're going to um be looking at and keeping up on and all that Dude, I'm actually glad. I'm glad that you subjected us to this Deep South shit today and all that. Because Are you that, really? 
Not really, no. But, uh, <laughs> but it kind of bleeds into. Kinda, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it segues into our. Into yeah. Bleeds in. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, bleed, bleeds in is a good analogy. Bleeds, bleeds in and out yeah. to this week's turnbuckle talk. Mr. Jim Cornette. Okay. Who, I can't wait for him to react to that. Oh, that's going to be amazing. Has, yeah. Who has. Okay. A legend. You ready for him to have a heart attack on air? Because it'll fucking happen. <laughs> it's gonna happen. Aneurysm yeah. of some kind. Yeah, it's, yeah. 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 Here's a here's a guy. Okay. For what for what he does, like in the eighties, or at least the last half of the eighties, the WWF had Bobby Heenan, right? One of the top managers of all time. Yep. The NWA, okay, had their version in Jim Cornette. Mm-hmm. Okay, and like the the what what Cornette has contributed to old school wrestling and all that cannot be denied. No. He's no, one no. of my all time favorite managers, one of my all time favorite characters, you name it. And I love his two podcasts. <laughs> I listen to both of them every week. What's the second one called again? It's the experience in the drive through. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like essentially nowadays though he's like the embodiment of old man yells at cloud but basically <laughs> yeah basically yeah but you can't yeah. help but listen to his rants because they're just so entertaining because they're hilarious yeah. and that's what the guy right now is known for again from from his podcasts and being so outspoken about it and really all he's doing is, is just sharing giving, his opinion. Is, is giving yeah. his opinion, which yep. is what we do, which yeah. is what every podcaster does. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you really can't blame the guy. Throughout all of these rants and raves and aneurysms and heart attacks and pissing and moaning and cursing and swearing. Forehead veins. <laughs> and all that. He's developed his own little set of cornyisms. Mm-hmm. Okay, and a couple episodes back, we... Discuss the new Vince's. Vince'isms, yeah. Well, they, these are something a little bit different. You know, cornyisms are all those little things that he's kind of being noted for. And I have to admit, there's some stuff that I definitely agree with. There's some stuff that um, I think he's. Dude, relax. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I kind of gathered up a little list. Of cornyisms here, and I want to throw them out to you guys. Just I know to the first your... one you're going to say. Oh, already. of course, yeah. Okay, well, do then... you though? But it's, outlaw yeah. mud show bullshit. Okay, yeah. Well, that's not exactly. That's number two on my list, but <laughs> we'll, but we'll, we'll, we'll start. Yeah, we with, it was on with there. that. Yeah, his hatred of the outlaw mud show. The heart of the deep south, or the the the, deep... indie, the indie hardcore divisions, <laughs> right. essentially. Yeah, the the death match. Right, right. Which okay. When he says mud show mm-hmm. and he I like is he talking he's he's talking like if he's t- if he's talking just a blanket term for all independent wrestling, you know when it's in a bar or when if it's in you know a, we saw a basement match one time for five people. Oh God, yeah. Uh, you know, if, if that's outlaw mud and Neil show, Neil Diamond Cutter was in it, right? Yeah. Right. Ba, ba, ba. <laughs> if 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 that if he's giving criticism just for super indie, dude, relax. Everyone has to start somewhere. Exactly. And if you're doing it for the love of the game, you cannot you can't argue that it's the same as we know the music scene. 
Not everyone can be signed to a big label. Nope. Not everyone is going to go beyond the bar scene or the independent scene. And we don't look down at those musicians for that. We've played for five people. We've played for a hundred people. Right. And bands have played for a million people. You know, and personally, it's all good to me. Mm -hmm. It's still fun. Criticize. Like, he's kind of fallen off the beam when it comes to criticizing just for being super independent. Yeah. Now, though... <laughs> Carnage Cup on the other Yeah, one. yeah. With the whole hatred of the death match bullshit and all that, I gotta side with him. Mm. <laughs> you know, well, he said he said he, he refused to review the uh, the episode of Dark Side of the Ring with Nick Gage. With Nick Gage. Because he said that's not wrestling. Yeah. Uh, that has right. nothing to do with wrestling. To, to him, it's not wrestling. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I, I have to agree with that. It's not, you know, and I'm not just... Maybe I am being old man Snowy, just like he's being old man Corny and all that. Old man and, Corny. And, old man and yells I think, at Cloud. <laughs> and I think, I think death matches and all that have its place. Yeah. Like a blowout. Well, as a blowout at the end of an angle or something. These two guys that just fucking hate each other. And, yeah. You know, we... Like we, that... Uh, like what Hell in a Cell matches used to be. Yeah. Right, uh, right. Monster's Ball used to be. Yeah. And all that. Or like if that War Games match with like Team MDK versus 440, if that was the final blowout with those two teams, that's the way to end it. That's yeah. right, right. But once you start getting into your deathmatch tournaments and... Just all the stuff that you know that we talk about. It's like okay, I get what he's saying. Like I'll definitely agree with that. Mm-hmm. At least everywhere else, everyone's trained. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. That's yeah, right. that's right. Okay, so what yeah. was your number one cornyism? My number one that I got is this intense hatred for Kenny Omega. Oh, for the Young Bucks. And AEW in general. Now, every once in a while, when AEW does kind of do something that he does give them a shout out and he does give them credit for doing something that he digs. But more often than not, I'm kind of at the point now where if he ends his podcast with, well, this week's review of Dynamite. I'll give that a couple minutes, listen and all that. And okay, I see the episode's almost over. Okay, he's just going to bash it. I'm done. It's like watching mm. Monday Night Raw. Click. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's it. I'm, yeah. Chucky's on I'm Raw. Done. Click. Oh, because, yeah. Yeah, oh no, it's Goldberg. <laughs> Click. <laughs> if, he's, if he's just going to bash AEW just because he doesn't like the people involved, click. His biggest beef on air is with Kenny Omega, who exposed the business. 10 years ago or whatever by doing a match in Japan with a 10-year-old girl or wrestling a broom or just this bullshit that he was doing in Japan. But he wrestled her in DDT, and that's a comedy promotion. Right, Mm. right. And it was, dude, it was 10 years ago that nobody really knows. They had a ladder as an Iron Man champion. Come on. Yeah. Right. And a blow-up doll as a world champion. It's a comedy promotion, Cornette. Fucking right. get over so, it. So, like, <laughs> I understand that if he hates DDT, I get that. Like, I'll back him. Dramatic on that. dream team wrestling. But for you to hold a grudge for 10 years with a phenomenal talent 
like Kenny Omega mm-hmm. over that yeah. is ridiculous. People do dumb things when they're young. God only knows we've done some. I'm glad there was no YouTube, internet, and all that when I was a teenager. And I wasn't being recorded yeah. for the dumbass shit that I did. We've <laughs> oh, all done okay. dumbass We've shit. all done dumbass things. Yeah. To hold the grudge and go on your podcast and just regurgitate the same stuff every over fucking and over, week. It just makes me think, <laughs> okay, there's something else to this. He has a there's it's it's not just that. There's something on a personal level that he doesn't like Kenny Omega. There's something on a personal level that he doesn't like he doesn't like um, the young the young bucks, and so by extension, he just doesn't like anything about AEW, despite all of the amazing stuff that AEW does. Now, I'll agree with a lot of stuff, okay, that he does criticize them for. I see it. I see it as I'm watching it, and I go, okay, they shouldn't be doing that. That's bullshit. That exposes the business and all that. But you know what? I sleep at night. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> Cornette I mo- doesn't. I, I move on to the next <laughs> match. You know, I when the show is over, you know, I move on with my life. I have sex with my wife. I, you know, like it's just life. Life go, goes. Life on. goes on, and so it's, must I. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So come on, Corny. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, some I agree. Some, dude, you gotta let it go. Yeah, you gotta let it go. Um. Another one, and I'll totally get behind him on this, when he walked out of the NWA because of a 30-year-old chicken joke, basically, he, many years ago on, on, you know, during, the, during the Crockett era on TV, he, he made a joke about, oh, I can't remember which wrestler it was, but he's so tough that he could carry a bucket of, extra crispy chicken through the through ethiopia and on a motor scooter on yeah. a motor scooter yeah and it's like he made this joke years ago okay he makes the joke two in, years ago now yeah it's yeah. been two years ago now same joke on a taped program yeah you see he made that joke about trevor murdoch right yeah right which that's the guy i would use that joke for yeah Okay, because it works, because Murdoch is the old school wrestler, Mm -hmm. which I could go on an entire turnbuckle talk alone about how awesome Trevor Murdoch is. He's the current NWA world champion, right? Yeah, okay, yeah. Yes, yes, and it's just one of the best things going in pro wrestling and all that. Yeah, okay. So it it works for Murdoch. It worked to regurgitate or bring that joke back up again. The show is taped. Mm Mm-hmm. Makes Some, it onto YouTube. It makes it onto YouTube. Someone had to say, watch it. Okay, this is good. Billy Corgan. <laughs> Let's yeah. Say, uh, Billy probably. Pumpkin said yeah. it was cool. Yeah. Okay. Now, afterwards, they say, hey, wait a minute. We shouldn't have aired this. Yeah, after the uproar, after it aired. <laughs> right. So, Jim, James, dude, can you go and apologize for this and he's not going to he and he down. shouldn't yeah well to to be fair like it is a it kind of is like a generalization of or like a yeah, it's it is kind of racist in the way he says it because like associating fried chicken with black people 
Yeah. Oh, you know it's what? I like, didn't. I didn't. Uh, I didn't even see that. It's okay. like I didn't the even thing think he of that. Said I was Cody, thinking it was food. It's like okay. the thing he says when Cody got booed at Grand Slam because Brandy came out with him. It's like Cornette, really? Fuck. Well, yeah, I, I, I can see why people would associate it with racism because, like, fried chicken, black people. That's yeah, people. Like, maybe Cornette wasn't thinking that when he said it. Yeah, but I wasn't. that's definitely yeah. how people construed you it. Might see it now. Yeah, now I want fried chicken. Yeah, because yeah, because fried chicken <laughs> is good. Yeah, it, it is good. I'm not gonna lie, but like, like no, I, I can I can definitely see him thinking like, oh, because yeah, fried chicken is delicious. You're riding it through a country where people are st- legitimately St-starving, starving. Yeah, and like, but yeah, being the whole so like the association of black people to fried chicken, I can mm-hmm. see why people would freak out about that. But yeah, Cornette doubling down on it didn't help his cause very much, but. Yeah, it's it's just one of those things where you have to acknowledge your privilege of how you see things, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I honestly don't think that he should. Like, you you don't want the whole like just go back and take it out mm-hmm. in editing. No, they and, have and, they and have since that. then. Well, obviously, there's no episodes of Power on YouTube right. anymore. But right, but I, I think but they to did say take apologize that line. for it. No, yeah. No, someone could have done their due diligence and 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 cut it off at the pass. And mm-hmm. the best thing to do is just if if you're not going to go back and edit it, like just kind of ignore it and don't don't draw attention to it because probably the majority of the people out there, unless there was a big big backlash mm-hmm. on it, probably just never even noticed. It's another stupid joke. By Cornette. So I kind of understand where he's coming with that. Mm-hmm. And that. Okay. Um, and of course, there's, and my last one here Corny hates women's wrestling. Uh, of course he does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah if he only watches WWE, I understand why. Well, but, he, he doesn't watch WWE at all. He, no. does, he doesn't really watch any kind of modern. Wrestling. He just gets a lot of criticisms for the way women's wrestling is used because he puts over a lot of great women's wrestlers. He, Becky Lynch mm-hmm. was was one. Um, he she likes, mean, like she's she's one of the best on the mic. I wouldn't say she's the best in ring mm-hmm. per se. On the mic, yes. On mm-hmm. the mic for sure. The, mm-hmm. Like the man gimmick did wonders for her career. Oh, obviously. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I bought yeah. Becky Lynch merch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You have. I have like, the man hat and the man shirt. Okay. <laughs> he's he's put over a lot of female wrestlers and all that. Okay. What kind of grinds his gears though about it is when. They do stuff like putting each other through tables. Mm-hmm. You know, when you have this 125-pound woman gets who, you know, is quote-unquote the fairer sex, which is kind of an outdated term and all that. But if you're going to put a woman through a chair or through a table and she gets up right away and she's not laid out, it means nothing, okay? Yeah, you got to sell it. When mm-hmm. you put... A 300-pound guy through a table. It's like, you know, this is what pisses me off. Like, going back to guys wrestling for a second, when Sting takes finishing moves and just fucking stands up. Nowadays, yeah. That pisses me off. Yeah, because he's 800 he's years 60, old. He's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's 60-something, he's, but yeah. So, Cornette kind of has a point about that. About that. If When, when you use plunder 
a certain way with certain people. And you just fucking stand up. It, it yeah, it lessens the impact when it needs it in the main events and and all that. And I totally get that. Mm-hmm. And I totally get that. And the guy takes fire for oh. Corny just hates women wrestling. Because he critiques like, women's wrestling as a whole. Everyone thinks he's sexist. But, yeah, you know. yeah, you know. And it's like, no, no, I kind of agree with what he's saying here. But I'm not saying that women shouldn't do stuff like that. But there are like women. Save it for the main event. Too. Yeah, yeah. Or save save it for the bigger. And I mean physically, the Nia Jax, the um Nyla Rose, mm-hmm. genocide, just ha- ha- havoc. Yeah, save that stuff for the bigger women, who it it's it's more realistic. It doesn't expose the business, which that's another thing I didn't write it down. But exposing the, the business, yeah. exposing the business, which he uses a lot. And God damn it, he's right. They're exposing the business. <laughs> that's, right, that's right. That's right. So those are kind of my. Carnyisms for imagine this week's turnbuckle talk. You imagine that if we got cornet, I don't think he'd agree. It wouldn't fucking happen no. if we got in. He'd probably want to get paid. We but. would, yeah, yeah. We would never get an interview with Jim Cornet. No, no, but no. if it happened, and he just bring up, oh, remember that table bump from this time, <laughs> and then the the. the let me tell you something about this. <laughs> Hell, and, the, and then the interview is an hour one. and a half talking about one yeah. thing. Yeah. It's like, thanks, Jim. Yeah. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> what were, uh, okay. We talked about Nyla yelling my hole for an hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Before we close out, why don't we all just let three of us, we go over our favorite uh, cornet moments in wrestling history, be it WCW, NWA, WWE, whatever, what have you. <sighs> okay, uh, well, off the top of my head... Um, one of them that kind of stands out is when he took Paulie's uh, phone on NWA TV when, okay. the, when the original Midnight Express, yeah, including Dennis Condry, stormed the ring, attacked attacked the Midnight Express. Paulie took the Paulie took his phone. I, does hey, does Heyman have a phone in? WWE. He has a smartphone like any, any one of us but have. It's not a weapon. He doesn't. He doesn't no, use a brick he, anymore. No, he, <laughs> okay. he doesn't use it. He just uses it to talk to talk, oh, okay. talk to Brock Lesnar or like Brock Lesnar's ringtone comes up. Okay. Well, <laughs> Cornette had the tennis racket. Missy Hyatt had the load, loaded purse. Yeah. Um, Paulie had his cell phone, and he schmucked Jim Cornette with it, and he definitely that was a lot of blood in that white suit. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so that was one of my favorite Cornette I, moments. The thing that went through my head is when he fell off that scaffold and broke both his legs. Yeah, during the Skywalkers and Starcade 86, I want to say, okay. so it was against the Road Warriors. And yeah. that's where he got a lot of criticisms from uh, when uh, he criticized that one indie wrestler who jumped off. It was in a mall. It was an indie show in a mall. When he jumped off the second floor into the ring. In, in, in Into the ring. And, yeah. and Cornette was like, okay, now you've typecast yourself. Now every time you get into a ring, someone is going to expect that from you. And now you, are you going to jump off the third floor now? Like, mm. You have to always outdo yourself. And you're always going to 
be that guy. Did he say the same thing to Mick Foley when he went up the hill in a cell? Like, <laughs> come on. Probably not. Yeah. Probably not. Yeah. Like when he talks about bullshit, that's and that and that and that's another thing. He talks about exposing the business. This mm. is hokey. This is corny for the bad pun. Yeah. Not, but then <laughs> like Undertaker is revived from the dead and there's lightning coming down. It's just like it's, yeah. it's kind of a whole thing. Some gets set on fire. Set, gets but set on fire. But. With 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 the criticism of the indie wrestler and all that, people have responded by saying, "Well, you fell off a scaffold and broke both your legs because you yeah. landed yeah. feet first, you like, idiot." You know, <laughs> he legitimately broke both of his legs. Yeah, yeah okay. like he le- legitimately got hurt, and because he landed on his heels, his like his response, oh, yeah. Cornette's response was. Well, I was also paid ten thousand dollars to hang off the ladder, okay, and fall while hanging. So it really wasn't like McFoley off the cage. No, I guess it was the that size was cut in half. He still hurt himself. It was ten feet as opposed to eighteen feet. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Right. But I'll take a ten feet dive for ten thousand dollars. Ten feet. Yeah. Fifteen feet probably. Yeah. Still. Yeah. I'll I'll jump that for ten thousand dollars. No problem. Okay. You know, so yeah, that's a good one. Mm. What about you? My favorite cornet moment was at uh, Capital Con- WCW Capital Combat, the the uh, the RoboCop one. Okay, <laughs> when uh, Junkyard Dog had come back, made his comeback to WCW NWA after being with the WWF for five years, right? And yeah, uh, he's he's being interviewed, and then Corny comes up, uh, it's Junkyard Dog talks down to him, puts over the Midnight Express. And then, like, uh, asks Jerry, he's like, where have you been for the past five years since you left the NWA? <laughs> and Junkyard Dog comes back at him and says, I've been at uh, whatever address, like, something, 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 this street in Louisville, Kentucky. And Jim Cornette just goes, that's my mother's house! Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like the react, like, the, one of the best things true. about Corny is his reactions, like, the way he would sell stuff mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. his reactions. Yeah. And, like, just his rea- like, just the way he looked around with absolute disgust, like, that's my mother's house! <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And Mama Cornette was a real thing. Like no, she wasn't rich. Yeah, well, in, in kayfabe she was. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in 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 story was, but there there was a real Mama Cornette that mm-hmm. worked with the promoters. I think she she would do merch. She would do ticket sales. Okay. And she was just a huge super fan, and she got her foot in the door because she was a huge super fan. Okay. And they they. So they put her to work, and then Cornette got put to work as a photographer, and then as a manager, and all that. And it was all because Mama Cornette was such a fantastic person, and okay. everybody loved her. Nice. Everyone loved That's her. That's awesome. And that gimmick, though, of the rich, the rich woman who bought her son's way into wrestling and all that—that that worked so well. No one ever saw. A picture of Mama Cornette, kayfabe, no. and everybody hated her so much. <laughs> I'm sure she loved the fact that everybody hated her. Everyone hated her, yeah. yeah, yeah. And all he had to do was talk about her. Yep. You know, and have Big Bubba Rogers, you know, the boss man behind him, you know, with the shades and the hat, look looking all badass and all yeah. that. It worked Backing him up, yeah. so well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So right on. Yeah, R.I.P. to Mama Cornette mm-hmm. as well. That's that, that's that's too bad. But I just I hope I hope just you know as much as we're bashing Corny here, I'm still a big fan, and I hope he's with us for 
a long time mm-hmm. yet. Um, Before we go off the air, uh, the f- the final the Mox engage. Okay. Because I know that went around. That was built up huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, congrats to John Moxley for retaining. Oh, okay. The game uh-huh. changer wrestling. Championship. Oh, okay. Nice. Okay. Didn't see that coming. Yeah, uh, I didn't either. I yeah. thought Gage was going to win that back. <laughs> but great, fantastic match. If okay. we have time, we could go watch it. All right, I'll, I'd be down. For I, that. I've watched it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I could but, pour another drink. Finish yeah. off but the weekend. Mick Foley saying, because you know how Mick, because Mick Foley was there and yep. awarded the title of the winner. You know how Mick likes to only drop like one f word or doesn't like swearing. No, yeah, he, and he like drops the one f word every once in a while, and then he goes, the way "Camera guy, be. yeah, can you zoom in for a minute? Zooms in close, and he's like, from the bottom of my heart." Fuck Matt Cardona. Oh. Oh. Bang, bang. Oh. oh, I don't know about that. Yeah. But you could tell he just did it for the pop. He had one fuck for, for, for yeah. to give per year. Yeah. And you wasted <laughs> it on it. Cardona? Yeah. Well, or does that say, what does that say about Cardona? Uh, on the, on the <laughs> other side of the coin. he's doing his job. On the other side of the coin, yeah. That yeah. says, yeah. 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 It was good. Yeah. You could clearly tell he did it for the pop, and for it some, worked. For someone like Mick Foley to put over Cardona like that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Says, right that on. says a lot. He probably liked that a lot. Mm-hmm. Right on, right on. So the clock on the wall is telling us it's time to bring this crazy train into the station. Mm-hmm. How can uh, people get a hold of us? Uh, they can get a hold of us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Wrestling Night in Canada or on Instagram at Wrestling Night in Canada. Right on, right on. And of course, Wrestling Night in Canada are proud members of the Shining Wizards Network, Shining Wizards Network. Dot com. Check us out there and check out the whole variety of wicked programming mm-hmm. on this fine network. It's predominantly a pro wrestling, but you get some pop culture. You get a really cool, if you're into the heavier type music, you yep. get radioactive metal. If you're not tired of your cool Uncle Snowy with this show, you might want to go over there. Check that out. Go listen to all 600-something episodes of that. <laughs> <laughs> there, yes. And once again... Happy anniversary to my co-host for, yeah, yeah, 15 years. Let's here's to 15 more in the meantime and in between time. That's it. That's it, yep. This has been another exciting episode of Wrestling Night in Canada. I'm Snowy White. I'm Matt Copper. And I'm Dustin Maruka. Signing off. And we're from Winnipeg, you idiots. <laughs>